How Not to Die contains adult themes and explicit language. If you are at work or around little ones, you might want to put in your headphones. Awesome. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that was the most synchronized thing that we'll ever do. <laughs> We're clapping back at who? Misogynists. Yes. People who don't believe in ghosts. Mo- mostly Putin. misogynists. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Do you see, okay, you know the TikToker Drew, I don't know her last name. Yep. <laughs> yeah, with the nails and the laugh. Yeah. The one who laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So her boyfriend. Oh my gosh, she's like my favorite. Her boyfriend is the hottest man I have ever seen. He's like Jason Momoa. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He is. I, I very muchly appreciate the specimen that he is. He is fine. Fine. And I am just, like, very happy that, I don't know, it just, it just, like, adds to the satisfaction of her just tearing misogynists apart. I love it, too, because they're both super fucking tall. Yeah, they are? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, like, she's, I think she's 6'1". Really? Oh, my gosh, I love her even more. Can... I forget exactly, or she's, like... Maybe she's 5'11". Maybe. So I don't know. She's really tall. Wow. She's really that tall. That is cool. So. That is cool. No. Uh, yeah. My cousin was talking to me yesterday about an interaction she had had. Like she was added to a, like a group text or something like that. The uh, guys on it didn't realize that she was added. And they were being misogynistic assholes. And, like, I had met one of them before that was being particularly, like, homophobic and just horrible. But then there was another one. And and she was like, yeah, he, he's been, like, you know, saying all this misogynistic crap. And I'm like, let me guess. He's five foot six and balding. And she's like, how do you know that? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. You're like, Mama Drew taught me. Mama Drew. Mama didn't raise a bitch. (laughs) Seriously. Oh, Seriously. She is mothering our generation who had to grow up with disgusting men who said gross things to us as children. Yes. 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 So today, (laughs) our topic is, I saw a ghost. Yeah. So I've decided to cover all of the men who have ghosted me in the past. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be amazing. Actually, actually, though, I have to tell you, when I was in Delaware on the flight home, or before the flight home, I was in the airport. And I'm, like, on an hour of sleep, and I'm in an airport, so, of course, of course like, I'm spazzed. I'm sitting there, there's a guy across from me, he's like, oh, 
I'm flying into Grand Rapids too. I'm like, that's great. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the museum. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And he's like, what's your favorite exhibit? And I'm like, the taxidermy exhibit. Because you can name all the animals. I said oh that my to a gosh. stranger. Anna. I literally was like. I hate, I, I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but like. I just, there's someone very special out there for you. I cannot. I I, I literally, I, I don't know. (laughs) I, I think if you had said that to me on a plane, I would have fallen in love. So it wasn't just like, oh, I like the taxidermy. It's kind of cool. I was like, I like the taxidermy because I like to name the animal. What did he even say he was to like, you? Great. <laughs> That's really good for you. Oh. And I was like, well, and there's other exhibits. Well, like there's a bat exhibit. <laughs> I can only remember the oh bat gosh. and the taxidermy exhibit. <laughs> I was just so incoherent. You're just really into animals. I guess I am, yeah. I just I like it when they're stuffed because then you don't have to feed them. They just sit there. I actually live, Good one, one of my neighbors is a taxidermist, my new house. Yeah, wow. drive up the road a bit, there's a sign that says taxidermy, and I was like, damn, I gotta make a new friend. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, so. I could never have a stuffed animal in my house, like, like a real one, uh-huh. because their eyes, their eyes. Anna. They're not real though. They're, They're glass eyes. But it's uh, it's freaky. I'm not for it. I'm just not into it. That's all right. I will take any taxidermy animals off your hands. You don't have to worry about that. Thank it you. will mysteriously disappear. Plus, all I think about is the fox and the hound, and I think about if the poor animals had like a family. <laughs> And then they were ruthlessly killed and then stuffed just to be in, like, rich people's parlors. And it makes me cry. That, sh- that TV show made me think of death as a child. It's not okay. Honestly, the fox and the hound is, like, part of what gave me trauma. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> it is, like, so traumatic. That was the beginning. Re- it's just the tip of the iceberg. I remember watching it at my grandma's house and then looking at her little dog... And, like, crying because I'm like, someday you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. I refuse to watch that yeah. movie. I refuse to show it to Artemis. I mean, literally the part with the lady, the old lady, mm-hmm. when she's like, I, it's just so sad. Yeah. It's very sad. It's, I can't. Yeah. If I was that old lady, I would have kept that little fox forever. I would have been, I would have been like, you're a house fox. Yep. <laughs> I would have, yeah, exactly. I'd be like, you're mine and you're staying in the house. Oh yeah. I'm Betsy. I'm Anna. I like to tell strangers that I like taxidermy animals. And I'm married, so that's not a big issue for me. <laughs> but <laughs> your no, husband just... has to live with it. Like, great. Feel happy. (laughs) 
I don't get out much. <laughs> I'm horrible. We got out yesterday. We went to the refillable soap store and we went to Dead Time Stories. So I that, feel like good. I've never been in that refillable place and that was like was so neat. cool. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, so. Yes. Uh, actually, instead of my, you know, many times I've been ghosted and detailing them. And then maybe eventually people coming back and being like, damn, what did I ghost that girl? Oh, she's dead on her pocket. I gotta get back with her. <laughs> anyway. That's how you're gonna yeah, get that's how, that's, it. Yeah, it's gonna work. Foolproof. Um, so, I have some personal ghost stories, and then I'm covering a castle. Wait, you have personal ghost stories? A little bit. Like, my family has a lot more than I do. Damn. I've been saving as far as what I think about ghosts, I think they're real. Okay. I think they're a combination of dead people and then just beings on another dimension or, yeah, spiritual dimension or whatever. So, Interesting. Yeah. And I also, sadly, I do think a lot of it is psychosomatic. Like, I think a lot of people just hype themselves up. And, mm. like, because our, our brains are programmed to find patterns in things so like you know how they have those um not emf readers but the I think they're called like ghost box that go click 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 yeah um like and they they do like like oh i heard this voice and oh i heard that voice i just think that overall that's kind of just people trying to find patterns where there's probably not like anything really you know, being said. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's my take. But what do you think? Um, so for me, I feel like, so ghosts are kind of a hard one because I definitely believe in the spiritual plane. So I believe that angels are real and mm -hmm. I believe that demons are real. Mm -hmm. So it's hard because I don't. I don't know so much if I believe in ghosts or if I think that they're like demons or angels pretending to be oh. uh, someone's deceased loved one yeah. to like trick them or something. Like, for example, um, I've always heard that if you see a child ghost... To never interact because that is most likely like a demonic spirit or something or an evil spirit in the shape of a child oh my to gosh. make you feel like you should help them. Yeah. But in reality, they're like the worst. Uh, like they, they take the form of something innocent to deceive you. Oh my so goodness. So it's like, so it's really hard for me, because I do believe in all that stuff, so it's, like, how, so, if there are, like, dead, the spirits of the dead who linger, yeah, how would they interact with those other spirits? Yeah. Or could, you know, ghosts or evil spirits or angels, like, could they all be kind of, like, the same thing? I don't know. Oh, yeah. 
Like, like maybe even like a separate like like it could be even like a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I I I am very I'm I don't know what I would say unknown or unknowing. I'm kind of like I don't know. Yeah. And I'm you're very undecided. I, I'm undecided, but I'm very open-minded. Yeah. At the same time. I just know that there's way more out there than just the physical world and what we see. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's a lot deeper than what people think. Like a lot of those shows where it's like, oh, I'm a medium and like your yeah. grandmother said this. Like that stuff really raises a lot of red flags for mm-hmm. me because I'm like, mm, I don't feel like just anybody's spirit would linger. I feel like yeah, if someone's spirit was to linger on earth, it would be for a big reason. And I don't think that it would be just to tell their grandchildren hi. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. No, it's such a, like, because I want to believe stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm like, you know. It's hard. I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. hard because we're both like very trusting, believing people. Yes. But, like, even we have like lines where we're like, okay, well, that's fake. Like, yeah, like yeah. we're not gonna just believe everything. Yeah. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, tell me yeah. your stories. So, uh, for me, I haven't had a lot of ghost stories or ghost thingies happen. Um, thingies interactions thingies and majiggies uh (laughs) which i'm thankful for and like i always feel like that i could like have more interaction probably with the spiritual world if i like wanted to like look for it but i'm like i don't want to i don't want to mess with that like you know i don't want to create trouble i'm just gonna you know uh keep my head down but one time I was sleeping in my aunt's basement, and her old house was notoriously haunted. Um, like, yeah. And I woke up, and, uh, you know when you first wake up and you see something and then it fades away? Like, I yes. saw, like, this, like, white face. <gasps> yeah. And it, like, white faded men. away. But no. it was, like, <laughs> I know, right? A man. <laughs> A white man? No! No! <laughs> Um, and then this one isn't really a ghost story, but like one time when I was a teenager, I was really struggling with depression and I was watching something on Netflix and all of a sudden the radio turned on and the song, I love you more. It was like, um, like I love you more than the sun and the stars and it's like a Christian song. Yeah came on and it was like just like really random and I don't know it just felt like God was kind of just like I got you I know you're not feeling good but I got you so it wasn't really like a ghost thing but it was like a spiritual thing um but my other family members have actually (laughs) done uh more ghosty stuff so when Emma was a little kid she uh 
woke up one time and there were all these happy ghosts in her room just floating around and there was a headless baby ghost on her bed crawling towards her. And this wasn't a dream? No, this was real. Well, she was little, but she swears it's real and she had really good memory when she was a kid. Holy shit. Yeah. How old was she? I don't know. Maybe like two or three. But she oh remembers like other, she has other memories from like back then too. Yeah. So it's not like an isolated, you know, incident. Yeah. But, um, and then she also, I think, is more sensitive than I am to the spiritual realm, which is why she doesn't really like spooky stuff. Really? Because she had that experience. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's why she's kind of like, eh, not, I'm not probably the most insensitive person to the spiritual realm. <laughs> like, I literally stayed in one of the most haunted hotels in Chicago and nothing happened. <laughs> I'm sure there was probably pictures spinning or hands coming out of walls. And I just was like, oh, look outside the window. It's so nice. <laughs> like, Look at the weather. It's great. <laughs> Maybe we should order some breakfast. <laughs> I, I'm really feeling the continental style. <laughs> I swear. Oh, look, the picture is crooked. Let me just <laughs> Let me fix just... that. <laughs> did, you, did you see that? Did someone say something? <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, that doesn't surprise me, though, about Emma. She seems like... Yeah. She would she's be really very sensitive. ethereal, so she is. Yeah, she's very. She's an elf, so it's just cool. Yeah, you know? she. <gasps> she's like a Lord of the Rings. She elf. is totally. She's like Galadriel, but like sweeter. Yeah, yeah. She always said I was like Galadriel, but she's more like yeah. Anyway, we're um, like Merry and Pippin. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> That's what we're like. <laughs> the only characters I want to be in that whole realm. <laughs> yep. I want to be a hobbit. I fit in. I'm hairy. I have big feet and I like food. I want to hide in a hole in the ground, so it's fine. Um, so, Mimi has actually had a lot of ghost encounters. What? A lot. So Mimi is my grandma on my mom's side, uh, for you listeners out there. Um, so the most recent one was she was at my aunt's house, my her new house, not the haunted one, but her new okay. one. Okay. And she was walking up the stairs, and she felt someone come up behind her and, like, touch her, like, on the shoulder or the waist or something, and say be careful and it sounded like her dad and her and her dad were like super close so yeah so I don't know maybe my aunt is just haunted I don't know what's up with that but um what the fuck and I one time she was sitting in the living room and she looked up over their bay window and she saw the heads of like her mom and her dad and her grandparents or something like that just floating there oh my gosh 
And then another time right after her mom passed away, um, she smelled her perfume, just waft through on the breeze. Um, and then finally, my grandma was really, really sick, I don't know, over 10 years ago with like a bronchitis type thing. Mm -hmm. And Pope John Paul II had just died and he appeared to her and was like, you're going to be okay. And she was okay. So, kind of cool. Um, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, and that's, like, all that I can remember off the, like, the top of my head when I was writing my notes. But, like, yeah, no, she, she's very sensitive. Um, when, uh, the first house that Emma and I lived in, it was on Pacific Avenue in Lansing. And it was, like, a really old-style pretty pretty house and there was a ghost that lived in there um my mom would say that there were constantly pennies that would be left on the like different windowsills and she would go and take them off the windowsills and then more pennies would appear oh my gosh yeah and then one time my cousin was at her house and he was babbling away and talking to someone and she's like, who are you talking to? And he's like, oh, I'm talking to, to him. And he, she pointed, he pointed over at my great-grandpa's photo. Or no, my great-great-grandpa's photo. Like, other family members have seen a glowing man running towards their house while they're inside of it. They've seen uh, deceased family members. They've heard, like, knocks on the walls and stuff like that. And then the scariest one of all is a man peering through the window at them. Like, they were just hanging out in their living room, and they look over. And it was, like, up in, like, a weird, like, space where it would be hard for someone to get to. And it was just someone looking in at them. And it yeah. wasn't a real person. Yeah, no, it was freaky-deaky. Like, it was... Not so. okay with that. And my my aunt and I, uh, the one who had the haunted house, we're obsessed with, like, whenever I go over there, we'll watch Dead Files together. <laughs> and then we wonder why she's haunted. <laughs> so, when you guys bought your house in Hastings, did you do, mm -hmm. like, a walkthrough to, like, feel the energy and everything? Um, not before. No, we literally, when we... When we put an offer in on the house, we hadn't seen it yet. Wow. We saw pictures of it, and we were like, this is what we want. And we yeah. put offer on it, sight unseen. And I think like a month later, we, tour we toured the house. And so far, um, so good. Yeah. Yeah, so far, it feels really, really happy there. When I first, like, moved in, I was kind of joking, half joking, half serious about, like, saging it or doing something. Um, but then Emma had a good point where it's like, you know, we're just going to believe that nothing negative is allowed here and we're going to yeah. hope for the best and we're not going to like even like consider that a possibility because this is our house and our house is going to be a place of happiness and light and it's not going to happen. And I've never, yeah, I haven't had any problems so far. And the house feels happy. I mean, it was a family home for the last... I think maybe since it was built, it's been a family home. Wow. Like, of one family, yeah. 
I don't know. It just it feels happy. Mm-hmm. Um, like the guy who lived in it right before we moved in wasn't a great guy, but his mom was a gem of the like she was really well known in the Hastings community of being a really nice lady. And she just, like, I don't know. Like, if I feel anything there, it would be her. But I don't think I feel any. I just feel, like, a lot of peace and joy at the new house. So, um, yeah. So, luckily, no problems there. <laughs> Nothing to report. That's good. <laughs> I'm covering Henderson Castle. It's a bed and breakfast, spa, hosts events, has a winery, has a restaurant with high tea, hosts murder mystery dinners, and coast, uh, cooking classes. I'm sorry. Why haven't we gone there yet? I don't know. This is our. This is our. We need to add it to the list. Dude, if we don't start doing stuff together, like we're gonna get old and die. <laughs> like, <laughs> bitch. It's like a real castle. Isn't that cool? The Henderson Castle was finished in. 1895 and of course because it's a castle they had a huge blowout party um the people who owned the castle um their names were frank and mary henderson was this castle built to be like a home or was it like originally it was, was built it... to be a home yeah it was Damn. Like, a grand, like home frank was the owner and president of the henderson ames company which made uniforms for secret societies, fraternal organizations, and the military. So all I heard there was, like, the military and, like, the mafia. The Illuminati, bitch! Shut (laughs) up. (laughs) Like, that is, like, some crazy, Well, no wonder he was able to just, like, fucking build himself a castle. No. I can't even, like... No biggie. Like, the secrets that you must have to know about... The secret societies. Yeah, that's insane. Sadly, uh, only four years later, Frank died. And then ten years after that... The Illuminati was on to him. Yeah, I know. I think that he was like, joking at his party, and the Illuminati was like, "Mm -mm. we let this guy make our bracelets, and look what he did. Giving away (laughs) all of our secrets. Both of them are buried in a cemetery across the street from their um, from the Henderson Castle, supposedly. I wasn't able to, like, I found that, like, in one, um, like, one article, but I couldn't confirm it in anything else. So so they are definitely like, haunting their own castle. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the spirits that are in the castle, Mary, you know, who is the woman owner, um, she's usually seen at the top of the stairs. Frank, um, the the guy owner. Um, I believe sometimes he's seen walking around the grounds of his estate. Um, there's a little girl, which after you saying about how a little girl You run from children ghosts. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> ain't fucking with that shit. You can't get me with that. I'm lost, bitch. Get lost. Get lost. You weren't lost, but now you will be. <laughs> There's a Spanish-American war veteran who haunts the castle, and I guess he served with the Henderson sons. This is, like, like the the Spanish-American third or fourth time that I've heard, like, the Spanish-American war ghost. And then also, 
There's a dog. <laughs> There's a ghost dog? But I yeah. thought all dogs go to heaven. There are lots of ghost dogs. I've heard stories of a ton of different ghost dogs. Damn. Like, um, two girls, one ghost. One of the hosts, Corinne, I believe. Well, I'm shook. Point, her family's dog was haunting their house. I don't know if you ever met Mac, but he was like my child. He was like our childhood dog. He got like really old and then was having a really difficult time eating and functioning and whatever. He wandered off into the property and, you know, found his place and laid down and died. Because that's what dogs, you know, kind of do in the wild when they want to go, you know, pass. And it was his, it was his time. It was really sad that it was his time. But literally, I think it was the day that we found out that he was dead or it might have been like the day that he went missing. Like I, I closed my eyes and I was like, kind of like, like, a, do you ever do it where you're like not quite asleep, but you still dream? Yeah. And like in it, like. The dog, like, came, like, running up to me and then barked and then, like, Aww. went away. And then I found out af- soon after that or right before that that he had died and it felt like that he was saying goodbye. And it was, really, it was really sweet. It was really sweet. <laughs> wow. I love that dog. Okay. Um, now I have a demon. It's fine. It's but, uh, whatever. It's, it's okay. Pomeranians. Anyway, so these ghosts or spirits have been known to speak, physically touch people on their back, side, or shoulder, can be heard through radios that are either unplugged or turned off. They create um, footsteps, like, that are going up the stairs, and they slam doors, and then they're often seen seen in the same clothes that they would have worn if they were alive. Wow. So I have three different stories. Um, that are personal encounters from the Henderson Castle. Do it. So, and these are all from michigahauntedhouses.com, which I think I've used before. It looks familiar, but anyway. The first one, um, I'm not seeing these people's names, so I'll just drop the link so everyone can go look at it. It said, My wife and I stayed in the Mayor Fair, Fair Suite at about 3.30. We heard growling sound. From beneath the blanket on my wife's side of the bed. It was a very... What the fuck? It was a very low, bellowing sound that you could feel reverberating through the bed. Which I'm just like, are you sure your wife just isn't cutting a lot of gas? It's just farting. I was I was like, what type of vibrator <laughs> is she using? That thing is like on max power. Gosh, we're horrible. So, oh my gosh, it gets even worse. Stop. <laughs> Seconds later, there was an odd, almost foul smell throughout the room. Jeez, stop. It was like the scent of stale musk, sweat, and everyone's dinner seeping Ew. out into the hallways. She ripped it bad. I know, I'm reading this now, and I'm like, that was not a ghost, honey. Your wife cut one. There was a couple cold spots. One in front of the door and another that was in front of our window. Odd experience to say the least. Honey, your wife cut a fart. Dude, she get, that fart ripped her a new asshole. I that know. was one for the books. When I when I was a kid, literally we were staying at a motel with friends and their dad farted and literally the house shook. Like, it's possible. <laughs> 
It is Papa! Oh my gosh! Anna! It was hilarious. That is so gross. I can't with that. Oh, it was funny. It was funny. Here's another post. Um, And it says, My boyfriend and I spent the night in the vineyard suite. That sounds so fancy. We had no idea the castle was haunted. Throughout the night, we heard the toilet run off and on and didn't think anything of it. In their own bathroom? <laughs> so many of these are about, like, potty jokes. Around 3 a.m., my boyfriend saw an apparition of a man's face. At 5 a.m., I got up to use the bathroom and heard a man whisper, Hey! When we woke up around 8 a.m. Wait, room... he just whispered, hey? Yeah. Rude. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he, like, woke up the boyfriend and was like, and then he woke up the girlfriend who was trying, or then the girlfriend had to pee, and he was like, hey, baby. Let me. Jeez. Um, when they woke up around 8 a.m., the room was freezing cold, and it was much colder than the evening prior. So, like. I feel like that ghost was trying to steal his girl. Like, he was making faces, like, get out of here. Get out of my, get out, this is my bathroom. <laughs> Get out of my swamp! Get out of my <laughs> I'm sorry, but if a ghost tries to hit on you while you're peeing, that's just not it, man. That's like, I remember when I was younger and people would be like, oh, Santa's watching you when you're awake and when you're sleeping. And I'm like, does that mean he's watching me while I'm pooping too? That's so gross. <laughs> oh my word. <sighs> it's so private. And the last one is, our oldest daughter's wedding was at the Henderson Castle this weekend. My wife and I stayed in Cottage A and did not expect to experience anything as we were on the grounds, but not in the main building. The first night, as we slept, my well, my wife felt some weight on her arm as if something was lying on it. The second night, I was laying in my bed while my wife was sleeping, and I literally felt like something jumped up on the bed next to my shoulder and stepped across my pillow. The way it landed on the bed, I could definitely feel three feet just like uh, cats and dogs do at home. One of our daughters heard laughter in the honeymoon suite as well as clear footsteps and heels across the ballroom floor. So, like, all of these experiences, I don't know. Like, I feel like that they could be... They could be, but at the same time, they could also be explained away. Though I do kind of like that the ghost dog jumped in the bed with the guy. I'm sorry, but like just straight up, if I was at a hotel and I felt like a dog had jumped into the bed, I uh-huh. would be packing my bags and leaving. Like I would not be like, oh, maybe it was a ghost. Let's go back to sleep. Like, fuck no. We're getting out. I would just like... I mean, I'd probably get freaked out, too. But if I was tired, I value sleep above pretty much everything. I feel like if you and I were there, I would be so scared. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't want to leave. So I feel like I would just be, like, cuddled really close to you the whole yes. night. We would be We'd be, <laughs> We'd be spooning. Like, for real. <laughs> It'd be like, <laughs> So the other thing I wanted to cover real quick was that the castle actually hosts haunted history dinners. Okay, we need to go to that. So the next one is on March 12th. Okay. 
and then they have an April 15th and a June 18th. Okay. And this is, like, the bit of information from the web their website about it. The event will begin with a presentation by Southern Michigan Paranormal Society co-founder Dan Holroyd. Cammie Fleckernstein, a relative of Frank and Mary Henderson, will contribute historical research findings and share family photos. After dinner, guests will have a chance to tour the historical property and experience a live EVP session. We are going... How much are tickets? $89. Well, that's not... So I mean, does, so it has dinner included? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we could do that. Yeah. Oh, it sounds so fun. Uh, we should go. We should... Yes. We should actually do it. When is it? The next one's in March and the 12th, and then they have one in April and one in June. Okay. So, yeah. I think it'd be kind of cool to do one maybe in June because then it would be like a warm summer night and I feel like that would add to kind of like the spookiness of it. I don't know. Yeah. So. We could we could get really cute dresses. Yeah. We could get fans. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We should yes. do this. I, I really want to. I really do. If we're if we go to this thing and it tells me to kill you, I'm gonna be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> if it tells me to kill you, I'll just be like, well, I mean, <laughs> she said to. <laughs> I'd be like, this is my best friend. You be- can fuck off to a ghost. I would be like, yeah, you know what? you Anna you're just gonna kill me because a ghost told you to oh my gosh no loyalty among bitches I can't believe it (laughs) oh my gosh oh my gosh I was telling Jeremy about how you were like oh the more I hear about him the more I like him Uh and he was like she didn't like me (laughs) that bitch And he did, like, a dramatic hair flip when he said it, too. I was like, oh, my gosh. Jeremy. Freaky. Love that man. Jeez. That's awesome. Great. It was great. I was like, she always liked you. It's not like that. He's like. You're just, like, you're a goddess. And so I just had to make sure that he was worthy. And. So far, he's proving that he is. Men ain't shit, except Jeremy. (laughs) Our one, our one male listener is like, I'm done. I'm out. (laughs) This was How Not to Die. If you like what you hear, you can follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at How Not To Die Pod and TikTok at How Not To Die Podcast. If you have any ghost stories of your own or have a suggestion for a topic, you can email us at hownottodiepod at gmail.com. Will someone please email us because, like, I just really want people to email because I feel the need for validation. <laughs> So even if you don't really like us that much, even if we're like a mediocre podcast to you, please send us an email or we'll die without validation. Our, our catchphrase is we'll die without validation.